Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by EMC and CDI Managed Services. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey. Good morning, Dom. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Nicole. Hey, it's baseball season. I can't wait to catch my first Braves game. I know. Go Braves. That sounds really good. Why don't we hit the ball out of the park this morning and get the show started? Joining us from Inside Design is their president, Seth Pennington. Next on our panel, we have Connie Rose, CEO and president of Empire Insurance Recruiters, and rounding out our panel is Natalie McDonald, the Vice President of Easy Living Services. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're very glad to have you with us t- today. Seth, why don't you get the show started and tell us about what you do? Good morning, and thank you guys for having us on this morning. Um, excited to talk about Inside Design. Inside Design is a family-based business, and we have a team made up of award-winning interior designers, and a group of specialists that focuses on cabinetry, millwork, and flooring options for your home. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a 10,000 square foot studio located right behind the perimeter mall. And it basically showcases all of the latest and greatest in design and architectural wood products that you could want to put into your home. Um, When I say we're a family owned business, we've been doing um, woodworking for the past three generations. My wife's uh, grandparents started our woodworking company in southern Indiana. We're about 10 miles north of Louisville, Kentucky, uh, and that company is called Cutter Woodworking. And this is the third generation's um, way of taking their product line out to the marketplace. A long legacy. Uh, Can you talk about the unique, um, what makes you guys unique from the other uh, architectural firms that are out there in the Atlanta market today? Well, there's a lot of different Uh, places you can go to if you're building or remodeling your home. What's unique about Inside Design is uh, we are a full-service interior design firm in practice. Um, So we have interior designers on staff, but, you know, a typical interior designer, um, you know, and there's small ones and large firms um, in the marketplace, but inside our own studio, we actually have all of the specialists that you would need to basically pull together your entire project Mm -hmm. that are on our staff and And it's that collaboration between our team, between the interior designers, and what we call specialists, which are going to be, you know, kitchen and bath designers, Mm -hmm. uh, flooring specialists, and millwork uh, specialists, all under one roof working together specifically just on your project. Okay. And what is your favorite part about residential design? You know, the fun part for me is, you know, we work with builders, we work with remodelers and and architects and even other interior designers. Um, But, you know... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter which one of you, if you're an architect or a builder, we all work for the same person, and that's, that's the person that's going to live in the property. And my favorite part is actually seeing them go through the process. Um, it is a good and bad process at times. Um, um, it's a it's stressful process, mm-hmm. but it's a fun one at the end, and I love seeing a project at the end of it when they get to move in and, and see all that hard work pay off and and they get to, to live in uh, something that's truly meant for them. Kind of reminds me of the um, home improvement show on TV when they say, move that bus, and the look on your face when they walk into the home. It's like, wow. Yeah, you, the, know, you captured the concept. I love that, that part of it. Um, <laughs> just for uh, the listeners out there, it just doesn't happen in a half an hour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah. Now, what made you decide to open uh, the InDesign, Inside Design Studio in Dunwoody, Georgia? Why Dunwoody? Well, being from southern Indiana mm-hmm. um, in our family business, that business typically sells to other dealers throughout the country, mm-hmm. and we did not have any representation into um, uh, most of the southeast. Our, our farthest that we went to was um, uh, Chattanooga, and then we had some dealers set up in the North and South Carolina markets, and this was back in 2005 when we were wanting to put together a, a new concept for for homeowners, and um Atlanta was obviously booming at the time, mm-hmm. and so we did a lot of market research, and it, it just came to Atlanta had to be the spot. It was competing with Houston at the time for the number of housing or the n- most housing um, starts in the country at the time. So 
Atlanta was a pretty easy one to pick. Um, it was right off of our normal truck run to Chattanooga, and um, so we knew we could get a truck here every single day. Great, great. Now, how can the listeners benefit from the offerings of Inside Design? You know, if you're if you're thinking about a project, you know, it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. You know, I think we are a great, and I'm, I'm biased. I, I think we should be your starting point um, to come check out our studio. Um, it's ten thousand feet. It is set up. It looks and feels like an actual home. Um, it has all of the components that you would want to be able to select for your project, and we're a great resource to start with. I think that you know. Builders are great, and builders, you know, everybody plays a role. But I think that if you directly, if you have a project and want to go directly to the remodeler's office or the or the builder's office, you know, everybody wants to know how much it's going to cost. And it's kind of an unfair situation to put that builder or the contractor into and say how much it's going to cost because he has no clue really what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think we're a great resource for homeowners to come to because you can come into our studio and meet with our designers and we can actually help you through that selection process mm-hmm. and we can help you pick out what you actually want and then that way the builder and the contractor is in a fair position and can actually tell you how much of the construction side of it will cost and we can help you with what the material side of it would cost. I love it. It's just like your tagline says, a place where people and ideas come together. We're speaking with Seth Pennington, president of Inside Design. Seth, can you share with our listeners uh, some of the trends that are happening in the industry, in the remodeling and building industry? You know, I think, um, you know, when the housing got to, you know, you know I think there was 65,000 starts in the Atlanta market, um, you know, it was basically how fast could you build it, and unfortunately, in some ways, how cheap could you build it also. And one thing that we're seeing, the market is improving greatly since the time we've been here. Uh, we opened up our store in August of 2008. Um, but I think craftsmanship is starting to come back. People are actually, thank goodness, you know, the TV commercials, I laughed or you know, I joked about, you know, it takes more than half an hour for a project to come to life. Um, but I think consumers are, those programs have educated consumers a lot more on what you can do. And I think that, you know, people are concerned about quality and they want something, they're going to put something in their house that's going to last for a long time. So craftsmanship I think is a is a huge component that's starting to come back. Um, you know, I always joke around, you know, I love being in the wood business and the design business. You know, you can turn on a TV show or movie, and it doesn't matter what the the price level of the home is. It is beautiful. If you take a look at the woodwork, it's going to have hardwood flooring. It's going to have wainscoting. It's going to have real wood doors. It's going to have a lot of moldings. And it could be literally in, you know, a $100,000 home, and they're going to have it decked out that way. And, um that unfortunately isn't reality, mm-hmm. um, but it is showed the importance of how wood can really dress out a home, and, and we see consumers coming to us, and we're able to help them do that. Give it some character. Mm. Right. It seems like the, you know, wood, you know, woodworking and wood products in itself uh, is kind of a, you know, a broad, vast uh, business and industry. Uh, looking at your website, it looked like you guys have a lot of control over the quality of the wood products that you actually use because you have um, properties, I guess, that uh, you grow those those products. That's correct. And, you know, Inside Design is, again, we're the third generation part of the Cutter Woodworking family. And, and the cool thing about Cutter Woodworking is they've been doing it since 1959. And not only do they manufacture the products that we make, but uh, just like you were talking about, Don, we actually start from the timber ground. So we own and manage our own uh, timber ground. It's about 6,000 acres. Wow. Um, we, uh, we're currently not in the sawmill business, but we have been. We've had up to four different sawmills. Um, and then we also control all the drying process. So it obviously starts with the log standing in the, in the forest, and then it has to go to a sawmill, and then it's got to be dried to get the moisture out of the wood. But we do control that process literally all the way through the, um, you know, a standing tree in the forest all the way to a finished product, whether it's flooring or whether it's going to be cabinetry or whether it's going to be doors or molding or stair parts. So We're listening to Seth Pennington, the president of Inside Design. Seth, uh, what, what, what advice would you give a, a homeowner who's thinking about remodeling their home? Should they come to your showroom? What, should they uh, just give you a call, look at your website? What should they do? Well, I think all of the above, but I think really to really get a sense of, you know, I think pictures are a great idea. Um, the internet is a great uh, resource. Um, two popular websites that we see homeowners coming in with is uh, House and Pinterest. 
you can create boards and things that you like. And that is very helpful when you come in to the studio and meet with the designer because we already kind of know what your taste is. I don't know, Nicole, you were trying to decide what architectural <laughs> style that, that you like uh, when we were talking before the show started. And, and that really helps us out to kind of get a grasp of what you would like to do with your project and, and how we can help make that happen. So, Seth, uh, you know, what, uh, you know, I've been to your showroom. It's unbelievable. I mean, when someone's thinking about that basement or that sunroom or that den to redo it, um, you've got a whole team of people that can help them. We do. And, and again, we're not contractors. Um, we don't want to be in the contracting business. We, w- we want to partner up with contractors and remodelers. Uh, but we can help you pull together the whole project and give all the components and give all of the, uh, the design direction to the contractor so they can be able to execute the project. It, it, it takes a team to be able to make these projects be successful. Excellent, excellent. Well, Seth, why don't you tell our listeners how they can reach out to you and your your company and uh, get in touch with you and, uh, you know, find out more about Inside Design. Yep, Inside Design, um, we are located right behind the Perimeter Mall. And if you're familiar with that area, there's a Super Target shopping center behind the mall. And we are located, we have a 10,000-square-foot studio behind there, and we're right next to Mimi's Cafe and Taco Mac. Um, and our website's another great resource. It is myinsidedesign.com. Thank you, Seth. Thank you very much, Seth. Next on our broadcast is Connie Rose. Welcome to the show, Connie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Connie, talk about uh, your background with Empire Insurance Recruiters and what you do. I am a recruiter. That is a person who finds jobs for individuals looking. And I'm a niche or specialty recruiter. Uh, for the insurance industry, and I'll be a little more specific, property casualty and life and health. Uh, We also reach past that a little bit to property restoration, the emergency guys that go in and tarp, board up, clean up when a disaster happens, Mm -hmm. because that field is very closely tied to claims. Okay, they work hand in hand almost. So my background began in 1984, 85, right in that area. (laughs) Okay. I couldn't even read my insurance deck sheet policy. Uh, And I got hired because I was a good typist at an insurance agency in Norcross, not far from here. And that's the beginning. And I just took it from there. And then I was the assistant to the CEO. Then I was a personal lines account manager. Then I was doing commercial lines account management. Just anything they needed me to do, I was more than willing because I needed to learn. And I learned from the ground up how to read a policy, how to determine coverages. They sent me to all these schools, and I'm like, great, you're paying for it. I'm going, (laughs) I'm going, I'm learning, you know. And learning is something that started early for me, and I'm still learning. It's a lifelong thing. And insurance, you're always learning because the product is kind of liquid. It changes based on legislative issues. It changes based on people's needs, Uh okay. And so I have a strong, strong background in property casualty. And I have a background in property restoration as well from a marketing aspect. Life and health, I know what it is. I've worked in it a little bit, but my my baby is property casualty, the independent insurance agents, uh, the carriers, the third-party administrators, whether it's a wholesale or a retail agency. Uh, Nobody knows it all. Insurance is a broad subject, um, but I'm constantly trying to educate myself with schooling, and also talking to people who've been in it a long time. They can teach you a lot. So I'm always learning from my clients and my candidates. And I get the, I get the account. I get the client, you know, the Traveler's Insurance or the Hartford, um, you know, Hamby Delosio Agency. And then I get the candidate. And I'll explain that. A candidate is a person in the insurance business that needs a job. And I put them together. So I make a marriage. That is good, and like you mentioned, that this that particular industry is uh, rapidly changing all the time, and so you always have to be up on uh, product knowledge and what's going on with legislation and things like that. Connie, where are you located, and also do you service other states other than Georgia? Yes, our home office is in Woodstock, Georgia. Okay. And for those who are not familiar, most people are, but um, I hopped three interstates to get into Duluth, so we're pretty (laughs) remote. Um, We do service currently, we're servicing all of Georgia, Florida, I'd say half or more of Florida, Alabama, South and North Carolina, oh, and California. I got an order from California recently. So 
we're on the move, and so usually I'm on a cell phone, uh, and I have an assistant who helps me, and looking for more uh, people to help, looking for more recruiters and things like that. It is booming. The job industry has come back. The insurance industry is, you know, multi-billion dollar industry, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it'll always come back because people need the insurance. And the great thing is insurance helps people, and people don't realize it until they need it. Then they realize it. Also, people need jobs to support their families. So the core value of Empire Insurance Recruiters is to make a difference, to give back to the community, to give back from what we, what they give us. The industry helps us and we help the industry and mm -hmm. we help the community by providing jobs. Right. And it's always good to give back to the community. So who could benefit from the services of Empire Recruiters? Any insurance entity, property, casualty, life, and health, whether you're an insurance company or a carrier, we like to say in the business, an independent agent, um, any insurance agent, whether you're a wholesale or broker, agent, retail, and third-party administrators. I have claims adjusting firms who do the overflow of claims that carriers uh, farm out or outsource out. Any individual who has worked in the industry or who may want to get into the industry because we need young people in the industry desperately. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot with that. I refer a lot of people to insurance schools. I go to colleges. I go to high schools and I talk to them about careers and how the insurance industry could be great. A lot of people, they know about the big houses, you know, the state farms and those types of uh, companies. Well, what about, you know, Hamby Nelosio? What about Pritchard and Jordan and Buckhead? You know, what about the Lanigan Insurance Group? These are great companies and great agencies and great third-party administrators. They have great careers and opportunities out there. And the young people don't know anything about it until I show up. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just not the presence at the college level that there needs to be. So I'm the, you know, I'm the lone wolf crying out, you know, in the forest. The insurance business is not boring. If you've ever worked in it, you know that. Uh, you can be an agent, you can be an underwriter at a carrier, you can be a claims adjuster, that gets real interesting. Um, you can do so many different things in insurance because it's so deep. And if you work in it 40 years, you won't know everything. You know, you may know one or two topics really well. You know, you may be the best underwriter there is. Uh, you know, and in that, there's marine underwriting, there's property underwriting, there's auto underwriting. There's so many different things you can do with that that doesn't really exist in other professions. So I'm, I'm an advocate for that, teaching young people that there's hope. You know, it's still America. It, there's still job opportunities out there with great, great companies, and they're mm -hmm. just looking for you. It is a great industry to be in. I myself uh, have had a background in the insurance industry, right. uh, selling life and health insurance back in the day, so I can attest to that. We've been speaking with Connie Rose, the CEO and president of Empire Insurance Recruiters. Now, Connie, uh, social media is huge nowadays in terms of getting a word out of who you are and what you do. Um, are you on social media? And if so, what sites do you have? I definitely am, and that's another thing I'm an advocate of, social mm -hmm. media. This mm -hmm. is how we find our jobs, okay? It actually trumps the website where you go in and you fill out your application. That's how everybody gets hired. That's the first process. But a lot of times that kind of goes in the hole, and no one ever contacts you except the form email you'll get back that says, thank you for submitting your resume. People have gotten that, and they tell me that all the time. Not so with social media. I have multiple platforms. I'm up on LinkedIn. I have four platforms on LinkedIn, but what this public can find me at is you can type in my name, Connie Rose, Empire Insurance Recruiters, and a business page will pop up, uh, a, what they call a premium page, which shows my profile that will pop up. But I also have a recruiter platform, which doesn't pop up. That's my, for my use only, but that's how I get to all of you, you know, when I'm searching. I also have two groups I created on LinkedIn, and they are coming along very nicely. The Job Crier is a group that will pop up out online, and it's free advice. It's free employment advice. I'll send you resume templates. I'll send you cover letter templates. I'll give you advice, and that way the hundreds of members that have come on and joined in the past year all get the benefit and not just one person. 
and another group is called Fire and Ice, and that's for our property restoration professionals. They get the same benefit, you know, um, and that's been very, very, very popular. And that's how I get a lot of resumes. They'll come in there. A LinkedIn will allow you to attach a resume. But you don't have to look far to find my email address and phone number. It's all out there. Facebook, I have three platforms on Facebook, and you can type in either my name, Connie Rose, or Empire Insurance Recruiters. Those all will pop up. I have Twitter. I have like three Twitter accounts, actually. And <laughs> Cloud, guru, Skype. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I had the Hootsuite account with like eight accounts on it. You know, I am huge, huge on social media. I believe in it. It works. Um, if you're not on social media or if you are and you have LinkedIn and you don't have a profile picture on it, you need to call me. You need to put your profile picture on there. That is how people find work, especially the professional on LinkedIn. I cannot, cannot express that enough. That is the truth. You have an, an awesome uh, profile and an awesome profile pic as well. <laughs> now, you talked about going to the high school, the colleges, uh, all the platforms that you have on social media. Any other way that uh, you find your talent? The biggest way now because mm -hmm. I've been in it I've been recruiting professionally since 96 proud of that it was a volunteerism since 86 mm -hmm. is word-of-mouth referrals but I am highly highly visible hence I'm here today if someone will give me a platform to speak I'm there doesn't matter what it costs to get there what I have to put together I am there Word of mouth and constant referrals and repeat business come our way all the time. Of course. And, and I'll get these emails. People want to sell me lead lists. I'm like, I could sell you a list <laughs> of leads. <laughs> but it's from doing a job well done. You know, I don't, I don't need their lead list, you know. So it's companies refer me their people when they have to lay off. I mean, that happens. That's like unbelievable, right? Uh, mentors that I have in the industry refer people. Other candidates, that's your best source, other candidates, you know, they'll constantly say, and, you know, and this is what I tell them, I'm like, they're like, what can I do? You know, they want to send me money, they want to send me gift cards. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. We're in business to get jobs for people. That's what we do. But what you could do is you could go out on LinkedIn and write me a recommendation. Uh -huh. that's, that's, what, that's what they do for me. So actually, and we rotate, you know, I'm getting ready to rotate the, the recommendations again because you don't want to leave something that's been out there for five years. You know what I'm saying? You want it current. So I'll rotate it and move it around. Um, and if you do your job well, it will come to you. The candidates will come to you. And, of course, we advertise all the time uh, within the industry and outside the industry. And I do a lot of civic functions, too. So mm -hmm. I get it out there. You know, the school, the school things where you set your tent up and I do all that. You know, career day, I do a lot of that. So it's out. It is out. It is out in the industry. You're definitely on the move, Connie. I know I've been trying to get you on this show for quite some time, and you're always busy with your events out of town, in town, speaking yeah. engagements. You're doing your thing. It's Congrats fun. to you. Thank you. Hey, Connie. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know, there's always a fee somewhere in any business. So in recruiting, there's a fee. I, I presume uh, you guys oh, yes. work on a fixed fee, or how does your organization do. work with your clients? That is a big difference in our agency. A lot of staff and agencies, it's typical to charge a percentage. It can go anywhere from 15% to 35%, depending on the level of the candidate and the position. Uh, we are different. We're flat rate, and we take it from entry level. And I did this specifically for um, a lot of agents. If you make 25000 a year all the way up to fifty, all the way up to 55000 that's a broad range. Yeah. For us, that's entry level. That's all from – and it's a flat rate. Of $2,000, and we do everything. We book the interviews, everything. And then it goes to mid-level. That's 35000 Then it goes to senior level, and that's 5000 It never goes any more than that. If you need a CEO, an executive, you know, who has in excess of one hundred fifty dollars or $200,000 a year, that fee is 15% of that salary, and that is it. We don't charge for bonus plans. We don't charge for, you know, estimated sales plans or anything like that. And we did that on purpose specifically so companies could return to us time and time again. They could budget and know exactly what they're going to get. There's no surprises that come on their email. You know, there's no meetings held because Empire Insurance Recruiter is charging them too much money. 
We are literally, and I was told this by a very large company, we are Neiman Marcus results on Walmart prices. That's what they said to me. And they come back again and again. And it's not unusual to start out with one job order and it turn into three or more. I mean, most of, most of my job orders, it's tough to get them loaded in the system because one company will say, oh, no, wait a minute, we need, we need a personal lines person too and we need a marketing person too. Be looking for that. So all of a sudden, one phone call turned into three or four job orders. And that happens daily. That happens daily, which we love. You know, we love all, all the job orders we can get because we put more people to work. And it's not just about the money. Yes, it's about the money. Money motivates everybody. But what are we in business to do? Put people to work. Do I want to put one or two people to work a month? You know, and though I've made my money, I'm done. No, that's not the mission. The mission of Empowering Trips Recruiters is to put people to work. And that's what we want to do. Every week, if somebody isn't going to work, somebody better be interviewing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we're holding true to that. We're holding true to that. So, County, who pays the fee? Does the, the clients don't pay the fee, right? The companies, the, the, the co your clients pay the fee. My right? clients, the ones who hire the candidate, pay the fees. Candidates never pay. Never candidates pay. never pay. Right. They get a lot of stuff for free too. You just call up, and ask us. We'll, we'll we'll provide assistance. Do you work on retaining, retaining, retention type contracts, or is it all just um, you know per each candidate you find someone to fill? fill? Right. Um, we're contingency agency. Contingency. Okay. Because I believe in you know put up or shut up. Let me get it. If I bring it, then you've got to do what you agreed to do in the contract. Now, they do sign a contract, and the contract is very detailed. It's very specific. I've heard everything from, yeah, I'll sign that all day long. And then I've heard people say, you know, I have a problem with a six-page contract. And my response was, I have a problem with you not signing the six-page contract. <laughs> and, and, and I do because I have to protect my company. I have mouths to feed. I have bills to pay. And I'm not looking to get rich on one placement because I want to place people in jobs every single week. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Connie, uh, you're, you're, you're connected with a lot of associations. Uh, you've, you, would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yes, I would. Um, I believe that is another part of a business owner that you need to be seen and you need to be a volunteer. One in particular association is called the International Association of Insurance Professionals. It is an international association, and it's comprised of people from the agency system, the carrier system. Um, it's both property, casualty, life, and health. And it's, uh, it's, it's all of the United States and Canada and Puerto Rico. And I've been a member of that since 1988, and I've held multiple positions, including 2012 to 2013. I was the director for Georgia. I'm also a member of Atlanta Claims, which is a claims association, Southern Loss Association. Uh, there's an agents association in Atlanta called the Metro Alliance of Independent Agents. I partner with the CPCU Society, the PIA, the Professional Independent Agents of Georgia, which is down the road from here, by the way. The Independent Agents of Georgia, the big I, we call them. I partner and do sponsorships and go to their conferences and things like that. Uh, the Georgia 1752 Club exist like a lot of them do to educate and uh, to be, uh, for philanthropy we give away money we raise money and we give it away and where do we give it and all these associations do it we give it to college students uh, we give multiple scholarships to college for people seeking an insurance career every year I usually go to the luncheons and help present the checks and things like that and we also educate all of these groups provide continuing education courses seminars all throughout the year to educate their members uh, that are been there and to bring in new members and new people to the industry so um, I'm a big proponent of that and all of these associations um, all the people in them have volunteer spirits they give back the cystic fibrosis, um, in fact, I just spoke on that. They're having their walk that's coming up in May. I'll be walking in that. Um, Georgia 1752 Club just presented money to them. One of my clients who I didn't even know was a member of the fundraising, and he sent an email yesterday. I said, hey, I'm already involved in that. So I wrote him back, and he was like, oh, you're welcome to come walk with us. And it, it, it just proliferates itself because if you give back, People have a respect for that, and they should. Mm -hmm. Connie, you got so much going on. What do you like most about what you do? 
I tell you, something came on my email yesterday. It's quite timing, quite good timing. You get a lot of flack from people who aren't happy with something and or a client may be unhappy. But when you get that email from a client or a candidate that says, I cannot thank you enough, you changed my life. You kept me from losing my house. When I moved here from Wisconsin, nobody would help me. You know, I'm so lucky I found a great recruiter. I get these emails, you know, and my, my associate Whitney, she'll be like, oh, how awesome is that? You know, she'll read it. And we just float on that, you know, like for a week. And that is what makes it worthwhile because at the end of the day, we are helping families, we are helping the industry on all levels. And the clients recognize this. You know, sometimes it's hard to find exactly what they want in their location for their budget. But we constantly update them and say, this is where we are in the process. We're so sorry if we haven't been able to get it. Or, hey, we've got what you need. You know, they're like, oh, we know you're working hard. And they send these emails back, and it, it lets us know that we're doing something right. And it's the satisfaction of all that that keeps me going when it gets tough, like during the Great Recession. (laughs) Connie Rose, President and CEO of Empire Insurance Recruiters. So, Connie, uh, if someone wants to get in touch with the and get involved and work in the insurance industry, tell our listeners how they can uh, reach out to you for, for some help. The best way is to come in through LinkedIn, and you just type in the company name, Empire Insurance Recruiters, or just my name, uh, Connie Rose. Uh, and I will find out what your need is. Uh, I like to take it to the job crier and also post it on the LinkedIn platform for an update because I'm a believer in sharing information, and this way thousands of people see it, and on LinkedIn, millions, mm-hmm. not just one person. So remember that when you come to Empire Church Recruiters and you want to know how to break into the business, you want to know how to come back into the business after you've been a stay-at-home mom or whatever it happens to be, uh, Think in numbers. Think in, for yourself, of course, but think beyond yourself and say, hey, I can't be the only person who needs to know this information because you're not. Come in through the social media platform and ask me, and it immediately sends an email to me. You can also, uh, I have an e- my email address is Rose at EmpireRecruiters.com, and uh, they've come straight into my inbox. And trust me, I do. All day long I check email, and she's checking it too. Uh, we share the same email platform. So I've, many times I've been on the road and I'm saying, check my email, you know, because sometimes, you know, you go off the grid with the phone. So I, I have a backup. We are a legitimate company, and we are here to serve. Thank you, Connie. I'm a firm believer that you get back what you put out, and it's obvious with you, Connie, and why you're so successful. Keep up the good work, and thank, thank you. you so much. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services and our sponsor, EMC. Next on our show, we have Natalie McDonald. Good morning, Natalie. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having us this morning. You're very welcome. Connie, talk a little bit more about your role at Easy Living Services and what you do. Okay. Um, I have been with Easy Living Services for the last 17 years, Mm -hmm. and our company provides home care for a variety of adults in need of either personal care or companion care based on their health condition. Mm -hmm. And um, we go out and we assess to determine exactly what uh, clients' needs are going to be, whether they're post-operative or long-term care, mm-hmm. and then we match them with who we think is going to be the appropriate caregiver based on skill set, experience, and a number of factors depending on that particular individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say uh, provide home care, can you talk more about home care? Is it just for personal hygiene? Is it to provide meals, take care of the home? Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Home care, there's home health care and then there's home care. Okay. We do home care. Gotcha. Home care would be with a, non, um, a non-medical care provider, and that person typically would be a certified nursing assistant. Um, our caregivers are certified through uh, 
Georgia, um, and uh, therefore are licensed to provide a number of things. They can help with ambulation, they can help with meal preparation, bathing, dressing, mm -hmm. grooming. Um, our caregivers also provide errand services. Uh, in some cases, uh, it can be as light as companion care, which mm -hmm. would be just someone who needs someone to check, a, check on them, make sure they've taken their medication, that kind of thing. Um, the more, the more, um, the more care they need, obviously they would need the, the assistance with bathing and dressing and grooming and that mm -hmm. type of thing. This can go on anywhere. You can have something as short as a two-hour uh, stint a day. Sometimes we have people that have two hours twice a day, mm -hmm. um, or you can have four hours or as much as live-in services. We do mm -hmm. anything from two hours to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, depending on the needs of each client. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think about home care, I think most people always think of a senior citizen who mm -hmm. would need assistance. Do you only provide services for seniors? or? Well, I'm not quite a senior yet. Mm -hmm. However, I have used services. So, okay. uh, no, you can have, uh, for many of us that uh, have families that live out of town that need somebody take them to an appointment mm -hmm. uh, where you need to have someone to drive you and drive you home uh, you can have that you can have birth surgery etc any any kind of post-operative care for an adult we can provide that service for mm -hmm. so many of our clients would not consider themselves to be in their seniors you know what what is it uh, you know uh, 60s to new 40 mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> so for many for many of us um, you know, we just need a little assistance. So that can go from anybody. Uh, I've had assistance for um, an 18-year-old that had some surgery that I was a little bit uh, caught up and needed some help in there. So you can do almost anything as it relates to provide, to, to receiving care mm -hmm. with an agency such as ours. So it, it varies and, and um, very, very flexible. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what are some of the characteristics of a good caregiver? Oh my. What would you say? Well, a good caregiver truly um, can come into your home and it, se it should seem seamless in that uh, you have clients that, some clients that are very uh, uh, introverted and mm -hmm. some that are not. And you kind of have to read your client. You have to be able to read who this person is. Mm -hmm. But you still have to provide the kind of care they need. A, a good caregiver loves what they do. I think that applies to almost any industry that you can look into. Uh, if you love that profession, then that's the ground, that's the basis for any successful individual. And that's mm -hmm. what we look for with caregivers. Uh, first of all, your skill set should be excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, when a caregiver comes to us, our RN on staff does a skills assessment. So regardless mm -hmm. of whether they've been doing this for uh, a year or, well, we have a five-year minimum, by the way. Mm -hmm. So it has to be five years in order okay. for us to accept you as a caregiver. But when you come to us, regardless of how many years you've been doing it, our RN will assess your skill set to determine where you are. Because depending on who you've been working with, you really haven't possibly haven't had to use that skill set in a while. Right. So she'll assess to determine where you fall, and if the, you need some help, then she'll arrange to go ahead and have you come back a couple of times to get you up to where she feels you know you need to be. Um, that's, that's primary. It is, because you know our families are our most precious assets, and you want to make sure that whoever you have there taking care of them is going to provide good quality service. Absolutely. It's, it's critical. It's critical. There, there are other factors that are just as critical. I think for many of us, when we have people in our homes, it's critical that we feel, it's important that we feel um, that we can trust them. Trust mm -hmm. is probably the, the biggest factor for many people. Uh, they've been independent most of their lives, and if they choose to have home care, it's because um, you know they have to in many, in many cases, but they often don't want to. And so in order to make them feel comfortable about the process, they have to feel this individual is going to come in and they're their belongings are going to be safe, mm -hmm. that they're going to be safe. Um, for many of us who have parents in other states, we rely on agencies to determine, to make sure rather that the person they're sending is going to be a trustworthy person. And it's going to honor our home as well as, as, as you know, care for our loved one in the way that we, mm -hmm. that we expect. So exactly. those things are, are critical. Very, very important. Mm -hmm. Now, why would you say that it's important to have post-hospital care? Oh my. Uh, 
in many cases, when you have, let's just take, for example, a senior. If a senior has care in the hospital, typically what happens after that, depending on what's happened, and in most cases, if they have any kind of a small fa fracture or what have you, it kind of sets them back. And so in most cases, they'll go to a rehabilitation center after that. Mm -hmm. And that can take anywhere from four weeks to, I don't know, several months, depending on the injury. Well, at that point, then they go home. Each transition from hospital to rehab to home um, takes a period of adjustment. And so it's critical when they get home that there's somebody there who can care for them. In many cases, uh, they may not even be sleeping through the night. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that simple walk from the bed to the bathroom could be extremely difficult or challenging for them during that, um, that transition. And so it's important to have someone there in the evening to care for them, somebody there to, if they have stairs, they have to maneuver or master, that someone's there to, to be there to help them through that. Uh, you don't want to have a situation where a client can re-injure themselves because there's no one there to care for them. And with the schedules of most of us, that just isn't possible for a family member to be there. And so that's where we come in and we can provide that additional care. Um, but it's critical to, um, to their recovery that there is post-operative care. Mm -hmm. In the event of somebody coming home from the hospital from a surgery, a surgical procedure rather, that's, that's, that's critical. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how many of you have had any surgical procedures, but that first 24, 48 hours, first week can be a challenge. Right, can be so a, true. Yeah, absolutely. We're speaking with Natalie McDonald, Vice President of Easy Living Services. Hey, Natalie. Uh, until you lived it uh, and you have had uh, family or someone you know who's uh, had the need and been through that uh, kind of care, can you really appreciate the service? Absolutely. And uh, I know with like long-term care, it's a little different uh, than, than what you guys are providing, I presume. Well, long-term care... Um uh, long-term care can, uh, oftentimes people don't even know they need long-term care. Uh, however, you know, you can start out with needing four hours of service and then it turned into something else. So you can go from having, many of our clients, I have clients that have been with me for 10, 12, 14 years. I've had clients for a very long period of time. And so um, they start out, everybody starts out needing just a few hours or, or sometimes more. However, the one thing that we all know is at some point, at some point, we're going to need care, whether it's a short-term or long-term thing. But um, yeah, we have a lot of clients that need it. Oh, it can go on for a, a very long period of time. Is it expensive for in-home care? service? Uh, insurance doesn't cover that, does it? No, insurance doesn't cover it, and unfortunately, Medicare and Medicaid does not cover it. I invite all of you to, to really look into, uh, and, I, and, I, and I'll answer your question regarding cost, but I invite all of you to look into uh, what Medicare and Medicare covers, because it's not until you or a loved one needs these types of services, my services, that you really begin to do some research. And that's where you see that that there's there's none of there, that just isn't available now in the case of Medicare Medicare if a, if a senior senior has been injured and goes to the hospital and maybe goes to rehab or comes home um, the doctor can write an order for home care or home care or home health care however that's usually for a short period of time it can go anywhere from a couple of weeks to a couple of months and that provides for a bath it doesn't provide for meals or bathing, or rather um, any type of care other than that person's gonna come to you three days a week, give you bath and leave. So there's none of that available to you. And in most of our, in most cases, we're looking at seniors who have uh, dementia, uh, d diabetes, uh, uh, recovering from a fractured hip, a broken arm, a broken leg, and it goes on and on and on. So in terms of cost, yes, cost can, can be, um, quite frankly, it can be very, very expensive. However, you can start out as, as small as, as, like I said, two hours a day. And, you know, maybe that's, maybe that works with your family and your budget, um, all the way up to live-in care. Now, with us, 
uh, hourly care could range anywhere from $17.95 an hour to about $21.95 an hour based on the needs of a specific client. And the needs will be assessed during a home visit. That's totally complimentary. I usually will go in and assess, and we have a nurse that will go in and also assess to determine exactly what their needs are going to be. At that point, we'll determine cost. However, we have a program by which uh, we offer 24-hour service. There are some there are some limitations with it in regard to how long that caregiver can be up. Um, however, that 24-hour service is a one is an is a 24-hour service that provides for a caregiver to live with you, and that caregiver will live with you and provide meals dressing, light housekeeping, linen change, laundry, errands, what have you. Um, the stipulation with that service, though, however, provides that the caregiver can get at least seven to eight hours of sleep during the night. So if your loved one is getting up through the evening, that may not be something that they're eligible for. But the, in, in the event that they are, it's a great solution because it's a flat fee. And that fee begins at 175 for a 24-hour period. It is extremely cost-effective. Um, especially if um, that senior lives alone and requires somebody to be there 24 hours a day. If, they, if that senior lives with a family member that works outside of the home and therefore there needs to be someone there for safety purposes as well as other, other, other reasons, obviously. Um, it's a very cost-effective way to have care on an ongoing basis for that particular family member. It works very, very, very well. My clients... Um, the, the reason we have that rate set particularly like that is because one of the things we realize is that when you have a client that receives, that starts out receiving 24-hour care, it typically goes on for a very long period of time. And I have clients, like I said, that have had that service for 8, 10, 12 or more years and will continue to have it um, until, you know. Natalie McDonald. She's with uh, Easy Living Services. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's probably, uh, there's no average hours. It's just sort of, it uh, sounds like uh, people probably underestimate what, what uh, they start out thinking they're going to need someone for two or three hours and end up wanting them there. A yes. Well, you know, one of the things we know about our, our and, and I, I'm speaking about seniors because the, the majority of our clients are seniors, but one of the things you realize about seniors or um, or people that end up needing a lot of care or, or care over a period of time is that this is not just a, a, a service where this individual goes in and provides a bath or a meal or what have you. Uh, all of us need companionship. And as we age, I know uh, from what I see, uh, there's a lot of, of loneliness with our with our aging population. And so the service that we provide, although it takes care of a lot of the physical needs of, of, our, of our clients, and that may be a senior or it might be a younger person, one of the other things that's ex extremely important is that companionship of having that person to interact with and to feel that's, that emotional connection with another person. So this starts out usually as a, a need that we're satisfying physically, but it turns out to be a very um, emotional uh, connection. And not just with the person that you're providing the service with, uh, because we all know that although that's the, that's the client, the other client are family members. Mm -hmm. They are that person's children. And that can be a son in one state, a daughter here in Georgia. Um, and each person has another need. Um, each person wants something specific. And so you have to kind of, in a lot of cases, where we're really dealing with an entire family and trying to make everybody feel comfortable uh -huh. with the process and you know and the service that we're providing natalie are you seeing an uptick you know with the uh you know uh, baby boomers oh yeah <laughs> uh, you, you pick you, uh, yeah it's uh it's gotta be right yes, detecting your industry oh yes it's been an uptick for quite a while um in addition to that i think one of the good things is that people are becoming much more savvy about you know exactly what they want and what they need and so we're charged with trying to make sure that we satisfy a lot of other things as well from our families you know uh, home care is is um, on the one hand yes we're doing a lot of things physically but there you end up sort of being a house manager and kind of managing the whole thing and so yes in the process of seeing you know the uptake in terms of what we what they need in terms of care uh there are also a lot more demands in terms of um 
some of the other aspects of daily living that are important to all of us. You know, um, mm. I can go as simple as making sure that uh, the paper gets picked up on that day, the trash can gets put out on the other day, the doctor's appointment gets taken care of. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. So yes, with the baby boomers uh, that are all very savvy and very smart coming into the picture, it changes the dynamics in terms of what we are charged with doing as well. So very, very different. Well, I'm thinking a whole lot differently about my friends and my family. Uh, you should. <laughs> and taking care of people that I know that are going to end up having to take care of me and and uh, reaching out to organizations like yourself. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about Total Care Plus? Oh, that's our Total Care Plus would be the 24-hour service that's, that we, yes, that's the Total Care Plus. So, okay. um, and I guess for us, the plus part is that we're there 24 hours a day. Um, seven days a week and uh, there's nothing like having the peace of mind of having somebody in the home um, you know day and night uh, I don't know about you but you know I fall asleep and I can't hear anything anymore and so it's nice to know that there's somebody and I'm sure as I get older that will that will also be a challenge but having someone else there that can be my ears and my eyes um, you know when I'm when I'm aging or when I'm not feeling well is critical um, critical absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. Well, Natalie, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how they can reach out to you and your organization to Absolutely. get more information? Absolutely. Our company was actually started by Debbie Franklin. She's the sole proprietor. She's owned it for the last 21 years. I myself have been there for 17, like I said earlier, I think I did. Um, and uh, she, we are not a franchise. Uh, which we love, uh, gives us a lot of flexibility to do some things a little differently. But we can be reached at um, easylivingservices.com. Uh, we're on the Internet. We're on Facebook as well. And um, we're in the Alpharetta area. We have been now for going on 21 years. We're off of Kimball Bridge, and we love visitors. So stop into our offices. Come and see us. Give us a call. Um, we'd answer. There, one of the things, like I said before, is that you don't want to wait until you need the service. It's important to kind of have your sort of have your plan ready so that you're able to make some good decisions and that you've checked out the industry, you've checked out the company. Company, There are a lot of companies that do what we do. Um, I always tell when clients say to me, well, what's the difference between you and, 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 and the other company? I'll say to them, you know, I personally think that for everyone who provides home care, the intent is the same. You want to provide good service. You want to, you know, you, you want to be there for your client. Um, however, as the person making that phone call, it's critical that you feel um, when you're talking to that company or that agency that you have a good rapport with them. You feel that um, they're going to be there for you. They're going to answer your questions. What's, I personally um, think that how you relate to them on the phone and how you relate to them in person gives you some indication as to what they're going to be like when you actually need um, somebody to respond. We, after hours or, or during hours, we are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week so when our office closes at five o'clock we have our on-call service that begins and the on-call service is actually manned by a person um, in our office and so you'll have your emergency taken care of by someone who's who's there so um, there are a number of factors that go into I think uh, making a determination as to who you're gonna trust with your family member but um, uh, I feel that our, how we communicate with each other is critical, and we do a fantastic job of, of that, I, I think. Easy living is definitely making living a little easier. A little. Thank you very much, Natalie. Thank you. Appreciate you mm -hmm. being on the show. Thank you. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. We'd like to thank our guest today from Inside Design, Seth Pennington, with Empire Insurance Recruiters, Connie Rose, and Natalie McDonald from Easy Living Services. We appreciate you all for being on the program today. I'm Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey, with CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time, remember, when it comes to IT solutions and cloud support, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.